is just don't be too excited about keeping up with everybody else. Uh, know your numbers, stick with your numbers. I'd rather see you buy, you know, zero units this year than buy the wrong 200 units uh, just because you just want to do a deal. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Are you ready to start investing in real estate today, but don't know where to start? Sometimes investing can seem way too complicated, but actually couldn't be any easier than with HomeInvest.com. You know the co-founder and my friend, Nate Armstrong. He appeared on episode 20, and if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it, episode number 20. Home Invest is a company that allows you to invest in turnkey real estate. Their goal is to build powerful investment tools that make real estate investing accessible to everyone. They have contractors and property managers available for you with the click of your mouse. While other real estate agents can only offer a property, Home Invest brings you a full turnkey package that allows you to diversify your investments, earn passive income, and start building equity in properties. Their simple, intuitive design allows newcomers and experienced investors alike to hit the ground running and to be able to choose the properties when they want and where they want. View easy-to-understand charts and data to allow you to buy in only a few clicks or just a simple phone call. With Home Invest, you'll be building a portfolio as quickly or as slowly as you would like. And right now, Home Invest is giving our listeners, Pillar of Wealth Creation listeners, a free course on how to finally win in real estate investing. So go to homeinvest.com forward slash pillars. That's homeinvest.com forward slash pillars. To claim your free course today. Hey, welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. With me, as always, is John Styles with Bridge Realty. John, how are you doing today? I'm doing great today, Todd. It's a good day to be alive. Awesome, awesome. Well, John, uh, congrats on your conference that you held yesterday. I think it was a success. Um, you know, it's. I think it's your second conference that you've held, correct? Yeah, or I mean, I've, maybe I've, conference, whatever you want to call it. But um. I've done a variety of things over the years, but this is probably the second one that's to this targeted list of apartment owners. Yep. So. I had a, uh, I went and played hockey today. Oh, yeah. And uh, we, I was there, and, and one of the guys said, Hey, were you, did you speak yesterday in Richfield? I said, Uh, Oh yeah, I did. He said, Oh, I got the invitation. And he goes, unfortunately it was too late. I didn't see it. And he goes, I really wanted to come. It looked great. So your, your mailing did hit uh, more people and uh, that did want to come. So keep it up. Anybody who's starting something new, like John, uh, this is your second time to this target audience. Um, it's obviously going to take a little while to gain a good, audience that's going to want to continue to come and maybe tell other people. And, and a lot of times you're going to see, they're going to see it and they're going to push it aside and then they'll see it again. They go and eh, whatever. And they'll see it again. Go oh, maybe I should check this out one time. And that's when it's going to, you know, start to go is maybe not your first, second, third or fourth time, but eventually your 
fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth time, uh, you're going to start to really uh, get it. And, and where you're going to probably have to be in a bigger space, I would think, and, you know, within the next uh, six or seven times of doing this, uh, you're going to, you're probably going to grow out of that space and have to go in a new space. But uh, at least that's probably the goal, right? Is to try to keep on bringing value and education to people. Uh, tell our listeners why you're doing this. What is it for? Yeah, well, that's what you said it right there, bringing value to potential clients and existing clients as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of the people that attended kind of summed it up best when he said, you know, he's not thinking about selling his building right now. But because he came to the seminar, now he knows who I am. Now he knows who Bridge Realty is. And when it does come time to sell his property, he's not going to have to just kind of go through the phone book or, well, who knows what a phone book is anymore, but, you know, search online. or Search online. Yeah. Go through the online phone book. Right. Uh, Now he knows Bridge Realty. Now he knows that I'm well connected with other players in the apartment space. Um, and he knows who to call. Yep. So I would say that's the goal. And in the meantime, I'm hope, hopefully providing lots of value. You know, the topic that we covered yesterday was how to complete a successful 1031 exchange. And so I thought we had a really great discussion there. We brought in um, a, a qualified intermediary company uh, who, you know, those are the experts in the field that you need to go to when you're going to do a 1031. But in addition, we brought in a local bank lender. We brought in a, a commercial title company. And of course, you and I were there representing Bridge Realty as agents. So um, it was a well-rounded group of experts. And um, yeah, I thought we had a great discussion on that. Yeah, I think it was good. And it, you know, like you said, you're bringing value and it's not going to probably turn a client uh, day one, the very first time, but anybody who's doing that, what you're doing, that shouldn't be the goal. Uh, your goal is to be uh, converting these people into clients, but it might be down the road. Uh, I had somebody who told me, I can't remember who it was, um, but they, oh yeah, it was a local broker. That's right. So it was a local broker and I was asking them, you know, how their year was. They said it was a record year. I've never sold this many properties for, you know, the value. And so, well, that's great. He goes, you know, the funny thing is, he goes, I had two of my biggest sales were from clients that I never have gotten paid from before that I started working with over 20 years ago. Hmm. And, and so it's just, it's, you know, that's a long time to wait, obviously, to get paid. But essentially, this guy built relationships from 20 years ago. He helped these guys out. They're both new construction projects 20 years ago. He helped them get them off the ground. He helped, you know, contacts, all that kind of stuff, and kept in contact with them. And then 20 years down the road, they both sell the properties, and he makes a really nice commission on them. Um, So, you know, that's the power of what you're doing is this relationship building. Like you said, this guy no longer has to look in the, the, the online phone book anymore. He knows John Stiles and he's going to probably work with John Stiles as long as you do your job and continue to have contact with them, continue to hold meetings like this. Maybe even, you know, uh, he's on your list now, invite him to lunch, that type of stuff. And just keep that relationship building. 
he's going to want to do business with you. Yep. <clears throat> that is the challenge uh, with this line of work. It, it does take a long time. Uh, they call it, you know, the sales cycle. So it has a long sales cycle from beginning the relationship to getting paid, but it can be worth worthwhile and it, it's an exciting journey. <laughs> yeah. We're not selling stocks. You know, stocks are going exchanging hands daily or and more than once a day. We're selling real estate where, you know, at, at best, it's going to happen once every few years. Um, but, uh, you know, I, on average, I don't know how, how often a apartment complex changes hands, but I wouldn't guess on average apartment complex changes hands once every seven, eight, maybe 10 years on average, maybe even longer. I mean, there's a lot of times where it's 30, 40, 50 years. Yeah, I would say in our Midwest uh, culture here, people tend to hang on to the properties yeah. quite a long time. Um, and they just think it's something you hold till you die. Until recently now, we've seen a lot of change as our market's gotten really hot and kind of a lot of national attention. Now we're seeing people from, you know, California and uh, Florida and wherever, New York, all over the place, and even from out of the, out of the country buying in our market. But until recently, our market's been very much people in-state, locally buying properties, and they hold them for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. And right. a lot of times, you even pass them down to their heirs. Right. So we'll see. We'll see. I think there's going to be a change in our our market now that we've gotten a lot of national attention and a lot of national players have came in or international players, people from all over have came in and bought these properties. I'm thinking in five, th three to five years, you're going to see a lot of these properties back on the market being trying to be sold. Right. Yep. Yeah, definitely. If, if somebody's looking for a place to, to have a, a really great asset, um, we in the Midwest don't have these super high highs and super low lows. Well, I should, I mean, not low lows, but just these huge changes in the market right. as you right. do on the coast. Yeah. We're not a coastal market. There's a big difference and, and we're a good, strong market. So, right. um, well, cool. So I, anyways, I just wanted to give you a shout out for, for the, uh, whatever you called what you did seminar. yesterday seminar, uh, for the seminar you held and, and uh, congratulations on that. Good job. Keep it up. Yeah. And I appreciate you participating in it. Hey, I want to interrupt this episode real quick to talk to you about Nate Armstrong. Uh, our sponsor, Nate Armstrong, he's with homeinvest.com and you want to get to know Nate. So go to homeinvest.com and just connect with Nate, talk to him. Learn about his operation, what he's got going on. He's a turnkey provider, and it may not be right for you, but it could be the perfect fit. So it doesn't hurt. It's a free call, free consultation just to figure out, you know, what they do, what they have to offer. And worst case is you're going to meet a great person who's really well-educated in real estate. He's done a ton of different real estate strategies, and probably is going to teach you a little bit even on a short conversation uh, with him. So go to homeinvest.com and, and uh, connect with Nate's company. You're definitely not going to be disappointed. It's worth it. So uh, thanks. And we'll get back to our show. So let's talk about what the topic on hand today is. Yeah, well, the topic has to do with getting to a million apartment units. <laughs> Maybe not that many. Or, yeah, it, so kind of like 
what does it mean to own several apartment units, uh, whether it's whatever your goal might be, a couple thousand, a couple hundred, whatever it might be. Um, does that mean that you're going to own them entirely outright? Or does that mean you're going to be a partial owner? Um, and does that partial own ownership, how does that reflect on your financial statement? How does that reflect on uh, your financial well-being? So, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, where this topic comes from is uh, a place of maybe a little bit of just what I've been seeing a lot, uh, you know, on Facebook and uh, as I'm at conferences and just talking to people and right, wrong or indifferent. Um, I'm just going to be talking about how people are, you know, kind of talking about their portfolio, kind of talking about how they're doing business and we have to just be careful about, I think a lot of times we, especially in, in, you know, this environment where we've got these Facebook connections and you can see somebody, oh, I just closed on a 255 unit, you know, apartment building. And we go, oh my gosh, why, or why aren't I closing on a 255 unit apartment building? How are all these people buying these apartments or how are all these people doing all this business? And I'm not. Um, and then we, you know, some people get stuck in the, well, now I got to go out and buy something. And then they're not nearly as conservative as what they should be. They're not, they're not really paying attention. They're just trying to keep up with everybody else. And I think we're starting to see that more and more as this cycle gets longer and longer, similar to what we saw in 2002, you know, two, three, four, five, six, as that market got longer and longer and longer, more and more people were real estate investors. When everybody, your uncle, your sister, your brother, your niece, nephew, uh, your great grandma, everybody's a real estate investor. We really have to be cautious uh, about it. And we don't, we just got to be careful about getting caught up in the, in the frenzy, I think is, is kind of where this episode I wanted to, wanted to talk about. One of the things, John, I, uh, you and I talked a little bit about yesterday about this is, you know, I see these people on Facebook and they go, Hey, I just closed on this 255 unit apartment complex. It's in blah, 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 wherever Dallas, Texas is the big hot one right now. Everybody seems like they're buying something in Dallas, uh, bought it in Dallas, Texas, great project, blah, blah, blah. And then you see five other people posting about that same apartment complex that they closed in Dallas, Texas. And you got to scratch your head a little bit and go, well, wait a second now, who actually owns this apartment complex? Do all these people, people really own it what's going on and then you come to find out maybe they have like a two percent ownership or even a half a percent of ownership and and again I'm not trying to take away anything from anybody because I would rather have a half a percent of a 255 unit apartment complex than zero percent of a 255 complex so I'm not trying to say don't go out and buy uh, part of an apartment complex, don't be part of a syndication. I think that's great. Uh, what I do want to say, though, is when you're looking at what other people are doing, you have to be aware of all the different ways to own an apartment complex. And because they said they bought a 255-unit apartment complex, does that really mean they, have, they own 255 units? I would say no, they own a half a percent of 255 units. They don't even own one or they, they own one 
you know, two, two units or whatever, you know, whatever their ownership is. Um, so congratulations to them, right? That's awesome. They're taking the steps forward that they need to, which we all should be doing. Uh, but as, as somebody who's looking at that from the outside, just be careful you don't get caught up in that envy type thing where you go, man, I really need to buy that 255-unit apartment complex. We also need to, to consider too is, you know, look, you've got your formulas, hopefully. If you're listening to this podcast and others, you should be forming your, your formulas. You should be getting your underwriting to where it's conservative for you, where you can put together a good business plan and you've got to maintain that. And so just because, you know, Jim and Joe and, and, and uh, Joan went and bought these apartment complexes doesn't mean you need to, if you can't find a deal that makes sense and works uh, for you. So uh, just, uh, just kind of a lot of things that I'm seeing that I get, like, I'm like, oh, we got to be careful. We got to really be careful about how we're looking at what other people are doing and, and doing these deals ourselves. Yeah. You know, we all kind of suffer with this condition of wanting what other people have. Mm -hmm. And um, so not that it's bad to celebrate when you've got a win. Like I, I totally believe in that some people, there's a group of people that call this, uh, they, it's a short acronym, C-A-W, you know, celebrate all wins, which is wonderful because then that can help you build momentum to the next thing and it can encourage yeah. other people to, to celebrate their own wins and to make progress. Yeah. But, you know, you got to be also honest with yourself and with everybody else that you're uh, celebrating with uh, about what you've actually accomplished. So, uh, yeah, and I would agree with that too. I mean, again, I'm not trying to take things away from people because I, I know a lot of people that own smaller percentages in apartment buildings. And I still think that's fantastic. I mean, that's great. I have people um, that talk to me all the time about, you know, helping out to be a small partner in my deals. And I'm happy, you know, that's awesome. I'm happy to allow the right partners and you know, now I can, I can't take like every single person, but you know, certain people uh, to have small partnership roles. That's great. I'm all for that. And I think that's fantastic uh, to be a part of it. And I definitely encourage everybody to do that. Not saying like partner with me, I'm saying like partner with other people. Uh, and I encourage that. Uh, but just, you, you know, you have to know what, you still understand like what your uh, ownership role is. That's like what we talked about yesterday is like, I might own a few stocks in Apple, but I'm not a, I don't own Apple. Technically I do, right? Technically I have ownership of Apple because I have some stocks, but I don't own Apple. Like I, I can't tell the CEO what to do and what not to do. Right. So I'm not going to go on to Facebook and post that I just closed on, you know, Apple and I purchased Apple. Right. Well, did you really, or did you just purchase some shares in it? So right. and that uh, there's, seem, there's a difference there. That would seem so absurd if, if you saw somebody posting and, and you know, they're not worth billions of dollars or whatever Apple's worth, you know, um, Hey, I just bought Apple. Yeah. Okay. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's odd to, to do that. So, 
Yeah. Uh, you know, again, uh, obviously, if you got some general partnership in Apple and you actually had some decision making and stuff like that, that'd be something great to post. And so uh, those who are doing that for a syndication, absolutely. Now you have some general partnership, but still understand what your role is and, and, and know that. And, and just understand as you're looking at other people's posts that they have, everybody's got different roles. We were talking about a, a gentleman, I'm not going to name any names, um, but owns a lot of units. and uh, but you know, owns less of a percentage of those units than what I think most people would think. Um, and, you know, we look, we just said, you know, I just said, you know, guess what? The net worth of that individual is is this, not what you would think with owning that amount of units. And that's, you know, just, just um, still doing extremely well. Um, but, it's when when somebody says they've got what, five thousand, ten thousand, two thousand units, it just it sounds really impressive, right? And it is, um, but we also have to think, okay, you know, maybe they have two thousand units, but maybe they have you know ten percent ownership in those two thousand units. Well, that's that's okay. That's two hundred units. Um, you know, that's still awesome, but it's not two thousand you know, units, it's still very great. Um, but now it per- puts into perspective when you talk about the guy who's got, and that's what we talked about is the guy who's got, you know, 50 units or even 20 units and they own them free and clear. Uh, that's really impressive too. Like that's super impressive, but it doesn't sound as impressive, right? If I told you, John, I got 50, um, uh, 50 units and I own them free and clear. And then another person standing next to me says, well, I got, you know, a thousand units, which, which guy sounds like they've got more and are doing better. Probably the guy with a thousand units, right? Where the guy with 50 units might actually be doing better depending on, of course, you know, we get, can't compare exactly. Um, we also talked about pricing too. You know, if you're owning properties in eight class areas, he did a ton of value add, um, they're worth 190,000 a unit, or if you got a property, a C-class neighborhood, um, that's worth 35 or 40,000 a unit. Uh, there's a big difference there. You know, uh, if I got an A-class property and it's a hundred units and it's, you know, selling at 90 grand a door versus a C-class property, that's 250 units selling for 40 class. Well, which one's worth more? You know, the A-class is worth a lot more. Right. It just shows you that the pure number of units is only one aspect of, of the value of your portfolio. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the equity, there's the cash flow, and there's your percent ownership in all of that. So, yeah. So one, one thing that I think uh, would be important for uh, the investors to think about is what, what's your actual net worth? And how is that being affected by your transactions? Because if you're taking and buying these properties and you're only having a small percentage role in them um, and you're maximizing leverage, so you're, you're really pushing that leverage, what is your actual net worth gain? And is that net worth gain worth the risk of the investment? And if the answer is yes, then of course, go, go for it. But if the answer is no, well then, you know, why are you doing the deal? Is it just to be able to tell people you've got more units under your belt 
which there is some value in that. I'm actually not going to take that away, but it's still the, the deal has to work. There's no value in buying a 120 unit or 150 unit deal if the deal it, it ends up dying in the end. Uh, then there's no value in that. But if it's still a good deal, there there may be some value. But still, we got to look at the whole thing and the risk, uh, and and then. You know that the important part is where's what's it doing to my net worth and income, I guess too. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I you kind of summed it up there, so I agree. Cool. Well, I mean, I don't. I don't think we need to harp on it again. I'm not trying to tell people don't be a part of a syndication, don't be a sponsor, don't partner with people, uh, you know, just, you know, I'm not trying to say that. I think anything you can do to get yourself in the corridor, and I've talked about that before, is extremely valuable. Um, even having a half a percent of ownership in a deal, even getting a fee for a deal and not being on the ownership group, it doesn't matter what you do, but just being a part of a deal is going to help get you further faster. Um, so whatever you can do to get be a part of a deal, I think is extremely valuable. Um, but you know, as I said, just just be aware of you know what that really means, and then what other people's when they post what that really means, and 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 don't get too excited about having to keep up with everybody else. You know, um, that that's more the point that I wanted to make is just don't be too excited about keeping up with everybody else. Uh, know your numbers, stick with your numbers. I'd rather see you buy, you know, zero units this year than buy the wrong 200 units uh, just because you just want to do a deal. Yep. It's good advice. Can end up making some mistakes if, if all our focus on is just the number of units. So, yep. Yep. Well, cool. That's it. All right. Short episode, but good stuff. Uh, for those viewers and listeners out there, we appreciate you tuning in. And if you've got any comments or feedback on this particular topic, we'd love to uh, interact with you. Uh, the best place to do that probably is on our Facebook page, Pillars of Wealth Creation. And of course, you can put comments also on the YouTube videos. And we'd like to get your uh, rating and review on iTunes. Awesome. Well, John, appreciate it. You have a fantastic rest of the day. Make every day a Saturday, man. Are you ready to start investing in real estate today, but don't know where to start? Sometimes investing can seem way too complicated, but it actually couldn't be any easier than with homeinvest.com. You know the co-founder and my friend, Nate Armstrong. He appeared on episode 20, and if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it, episode number 20. Home Invest is a company that allows you to invest in turnkey real estate. Their goal is to build powerful investment tools that make real estate investing accessible to everyone. They have contractors and property managers available for you with the click of your mouse. While other real estate agents can only offer a property, Home Invest brings you a full turnkey package that allows you to diversify your investments, earn passive income and start building equity in properties. Their simple intuitive design allows newcomers and experienced investors alike to hit the ground running and to be able to choose the properties when they want and where they want. View easy to understand charts and data to allow you to buy in only a few clicks or just a simple phone call. 
With Home Invest, you'll be building your portfolio as quickly or as slowly as you would like. And right now, Home Invest is giving our listeners, Pillar of Wealth Creation listeners, a free course on how to finally win in real estate investing. So go to homeinvest.com forward slash pillars. That's homeinvest.com forward slash pillars to claim your free course today.